wake up today to be average. So why are we living that way? I truly do believe that God wants us to be wealthy. God desires for us to live our best You can have everything that you want in this life. You can have the money, the family, the marriage, the business, the car, whatever it is that you want. You can have it. Wealth is your birthright. You deserve to be wealthy. These are the secrets of a money mogul. The keys to living an abundant life. Hey, moguls. Welcome to another episode of the Secrets of a Money Mogul podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jaleesa Ann. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm on a mission to help 1 million women reach financial freedom and create abundance in their lives. So I do that through this wonderful medium of podcasting um, and on the internet through coaching and live events. And I'm so happy to have you here um, listening to the sound of my voice right now. I have to tell you guys, as much as I love podcasting and I love hearing your messages and um, listening to your testimonials and just hearing about how this information is helping you transform your life and transform your money and transform your businesses and transform your relationships. And I'm so, 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 so thankful for that. But one of the reasons that I love doing this podcast is because I get to share my personal journey. I get to share some of the things that I'm personally going through. And a lot of the information that I give you guys is stuff that I myself is am working on. Um, so I don't come on this podcast to pretend to be perfect or to pretend to be a know-it-all or pretend to have it all together because that would be a complete lie. But what I am sharing with you are things that I have actually done that have worked, things that I am actually doing that is working, and um, things that I that I use to help my clients and those people who are around me. So I just want to say that as we dive into today's topic because y'all I'm so excited about today's topic and today we're going to talk about how to get out of your own way five ways to get out of your own way and for years for years I have known that one of the reasons I have not been as successful as I could be um, and one of the reasons I have not been um, one of the reasons I have not, not gotten as far as I have wanted to get, especially when it comes to my business is because of myself. Y'all, I'm my biggest enemy. Um, I'm the person that gets in the way of my own success. A lot of the times, you know, God has really blessed a lot of us with the tools that we need to be successful. He's already given us the path. Everything that we want in this world is already created. God has already made it. It's already somewhere. Um, it's just up to us to go get it. And a lot of the times, I know that I have gotten in my own way. I know that I have been the person that has held my held me back. I know it's been my own thoughts. I know it's been my own mindset, my own actions. And yes, the devil is real and the enemy is real. And yes, he does use, um, I think he in my opinion, he uses our own thoughts to attack us. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm making sense right here. But what I'm trying to say is that 
I know that I've gotten them in the way of my own success. And so today I want to share with you five ways that you can get out of your own way. Five ways that I have been using to get out of my own way and pursue my dreams so that I can help a million people reach financial freedom so that I can help get this information to um, women out there that need it and so that I can help my clients, you know, expand their businesses, expand their brands and really do the things that God has really called them to do and get paid for it and get paid well. So not just get a little bit of money, but get get paid well for these things. So let's just get into it. Okay, shall we? Shall we just get into the content today? Um, The first thing I want to talk about, which is the first way to get out of your own way, is that you have to establish a clear goal of where you want to be and what success looks like to you. So success, financial freedom, happiness, all these things are kind of like all these things people talk about looks different for everyone, right? Success might be me getting a six-figure job for one person. Success might be having an amazing marriage and an amazing family and a multi-million dollar business for another person. Whereas success for a different person might just be being able to stay at home and raise their children and homeschool their <clears throat> homeschool their children. So success and happiness and financial freedom and all these things look very different to other people to different people, but I have always, always at its core defined success, uh, defined financial freedom specifically as being able to have time freedom and money freedom. So being able to make decisions, being able to make choices, being able to make um, moves, whatever it is, being able to move without having to think about time or money being a factor because time and money are the two factors that hold people back the most. So in order to accomplish that goal, in order for me to accomplish that goal for me, I have to set a clear goal. And what that means is I have to set a clear numbers based goal. So what amount of and and the way that I really do believe that people create this is through passive income. Uh, which is one of the things that I'm really trying to create as I build this brand. Um, And right now I'm only building my brand part-time because my daughter takes up a lot of my time. But um, establishing a clear goal. So what is the amount of passive income that I need to bring in in order to achieve success? in order to achieve the financial freedom that I desired, in order for me to have the time freedom and the money freedom that I desire. What is the number? Um, Because what happens is a lot of us set goals and we're like, oh, I want to be financially free or oh, I want to be debt free or oh, I want to um, travel the world. And we don't know what that looks like. What we're even aiming for is like, it's like you have a, a dart and you're just throwing it, you know, at any wall, but your real target might be on the wall to your right, but you're throwing it at the wall to your left because you're just you're just throwing a dart anywhere, right? You're just moving forward in the wrong direction. What I tell people all the time is that you don't want to get to the top of the ladder and realize that it was leaned up against the wrong wall. Not something that you want to do. So, What is going to be the clear goal 
that you will be achieving for. Is that $1 million? Is that $10,000 a month in passive income? Is that five rental houses that cash flow $1,000? Whatever it is, it's different for everybody. So I can't tell you on this podcast what your clear goal should be. But if you don't have someone that you can sit down and talk to about that particular goal, definitely, 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 definitely apply for coaching with me because that is something that I help my clients get very, very clear on, which is what is the clear goal that we are looking to achieve? What is the clear, clear objective that is going to help you reach your desired goal, your desired success, your desired freedom? What is it so that we can determine a plan of action, right? We have to determine a plan of action in order to execute our clear goal. But if we don't know where we're going, we're just we're just taking a stab in the dark. And it's funny because I heard my mentor tell this story the best. Um, and I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast before, probably. But if not, it's it's good to listen to it again. And it's like my mentor told me a story and he's like, just imagine me as a mentor, I have two mentees and I say to them, I need you to meet me at a place downtown. And I don't, the one mentor, I don't give them the name of the place. I don't tell them what type of food they serve, what type of place it is. If it's a restaurant, if it's a coffee shop or anything, I just tell them, Hey, meet me at this place downtown and off they go. Right. But the second person, I sit down and I say, I need you to meet me at this coffee shop on the corner of 3rd Street and 5th Avenue or whatever. I'm making up stuff now. And it's a little coffee shop named Summertime Coffee Shop. And I need you to meet me there at 3 o'clock. Obviously, the second person is going to have way more information. They actually have a destination. They're not just driving around downtown hoping that they're going to see their, you know, the mentor's car, hoping that they're going to see the mentor walking around, but they have a clear destination. You know, it would be the same that if you gave both people the, the location, but the second person, you told them exactly how to get there and where the shortcuts are and how to avoid traffic. And you actually gave them a plan and a blueprint like that person's always going to get there faster. And some of the times we are too busy looking at the people to our right and to our left and feeling like we are not as far as them or we have not accomplished something that we should have. And it's all because they had a blueprint we didn't have. And the reason we don't have the blueprint is because we did not seek it. We didn't, we didn't take the time to pursue it. We didn't take the time to do the research. We didn't hop on the call to see if we needed to get a coach. We didn't, you know, sign up for, for the class or whatever it is. We didn't pray and seek God and ask God to tell us where to make our next move, who to be in the room with. We didn't do those things. And that's, that's on us, right? That's on us. So the first way to get out of your own way is to establish a clear goal on where you want to be and a plan on how to get there. So that brings me to the second thing. The second way that we get uh, we can get out of our own way is that we need to let things go that no longer serve us. 
things that no longer serve us. So there are beliefs, there are habits, there are patterns that we have picked up throughout our lifetime um, that no longer serve us, that no longer serve us. They no longer do us any service, but we continue to hold on to them. One of the beliefs that I really had to let go of uh, was that money was hard. Money was hard to get, you know, that it was hard to get money, that it was hard to work for money because I knew that if I ever wanted to create the lifestyle that I desired, if I ever wanted to create the business that I desired, if I ever wanted to create what was truly in my heart, because what I what I essentially want to do is create a, a passive income business that works when I'm not necessarily working, that has the systems, that has the people, that is still ran and managed by me and still owned by me. But I am actually able to have the freedom to spend with my family, to watch my daughter, you know, raise my daughter, decide if I want to homeschool her or not. She's not in school yet, so we don't have to make that decision. But in the event that we do make that decision, I want to be able to stay home and homeschool my daughter and not have to not for it to be a financial sacrifice to still have the income coming in. So the belief that I have to work hard for money does not serve that. It doesn't serve the end goal, because if I believe that I have to work hard for money, I'm not going to create a business that allows me free time not to work hard. Right. I'm not going to create a lifestyle that contradicts what I believe. So whatever I believe, that's what I'm going to create. That's what I'm going to see. That's the only option that I see. I, I won't see any other options because my true belief is that I have to be working hard. And if I don't work hard, and this is something that I've been struggling with for the last couple of years, um, and I'm being fully transparent about that. But if I don't work hard, I feel like I'm cheating, Right. I feel like I'm cheating. I feel like I'm cheating a little bit if I create this big um, automated series that allows my clients to view information um, that I have previously recorded. I, fe- I felt like I was cheating, but it's not cheating if they're getting the same results, if they're getting the same um, benefits. It- it's not cheating. If that's the type of business that I want to run, and it it also allows me to serve more people because there's no way my ultimate goal is to is to help a million women reach financial freedom. There is no way, y'all, no way that I can personally coach a million people, not even in my entire lifetime not one-on-one like I I would have to create something create some type of system that will allow me a one-to-many model where I can help many women at one time where I have systems that allow me to affect the lives of many people at one time and I also you know will be counting on what they call the spider web effect because my ideal in helping a million women is not necessarily me personally helping a million women, but me setting off 
the crack, the setting off the spider web, setting off the ripple, um, being the person that helps the one person that maybe helps 10 more people, that maybe helps 10 more people. Um, and as you see, it just starts to, 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 the ripple just starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger because it's as I'm helping people, they are helping people. Um, so it begins to affect more people. So what ideals, what beliefs do you currently have about money, about success, about whatever it is that you desire that are no longer serving you? Do you particularly have the belief that you have to work hard for money? Is that in alignment with what you want? Because if you're like me and you want to create passive income and you want to be there for your family and you want to be able to raise your children and and be home from school, you know, baking cupcakes or whatever it is that you want to do, cooking dinner or not using a chef, whatever it is that you want to do, is that in alignment with your goals? And if it's not, let it go. I was talking to a family member of mine the other day and I was just telling them like this belief that you're holding on to is no longer serving you. So let it go. Let it go. Because if anything, it's becoming poisonous to your life Um, and it's allowing you to self-sabotage because this belief is literally taking away the one thing that you really desire. So that's going to be number two is letting go of things that no longer serve you. The third thing that you have to do to get out of your own way. um, And this one is is another big one for me. And that is to stop resisting. Stop resisting. Um, When we begin to resist things in our life, I believe that. In my opinion, when we when we begin to resist things, it's because we are focusing on things that we do not want. So instead of building what we want, instead of focusing on the life that we want, we're focusing on not having the life that we don't want. Hopefully I'm making sense. Hopefully y'all caught that there. So instead of me focusing on what I need to do to lose weight, instead of me focusing on working out and eating better, I'm so focused on not not gaining weight. And I don't know if that was the best example, but <laughs> um, I'm so focused on not, you know, like, oh, here's a good one. Instead of me focusing on building the career that I want, instead of me focusing on getting to the next level in my career or getting to the next level in my business, I'm focusing on not getting fired. Right. That's a that's a different that's a different focus. Or I'm focusing on not not going out of business instead of focusing on building something. I'm focusing on not getting not having something get torn down. And that resistance only creates more of what you do not want. And that just reminds me of the serenity prayer, which is one of my favorite prayers. Um, And it's something that I am constantly saying, constantly saying, because there are so many times that I, I realize that I'm focusing on resisting something more than I need, more than I'm focusing on building something else. So, If you guys know the serenity prayer, the serenity prayer says, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
So instead of becoming stressed, instead of becoming so focused on things that we cannot change, we cannot change, we cannot change things, certain things around us. We cannot change other people. We have no control over other people's actions. There are certain policies that right now we cannot change. Yes, I get it. We can we can vote for public officials that can possibly change those in the future. But in this particular moment right now, sitting there worrying about this particular policy that is we can't even vote on right now, we cannot change, does not serve us. So how do we begin to focus and accept the things that we cannot change and let them go so that we can begin to have the courage and the wisdom to focus on all the things that we can change. You know, I want you, if you're not driving, if you are at work, if you have a piece of paper, I don't know where you are in your day today or listening to this, but I want you to pick, take out a piece of paper and I want you to really think hard about what is one thing, one thing that you are holding on to that you cannot change? And what is one thing that you can change that will will help you to move forward um, towards your goal, towards your goal of success? With me in the passive income business, what is one thing that I cannot change? What is one thing that I can change? Well, I know for a fact that if I want to build a business that's passive, I need (laughs) to be creating passive income products. That's I need to be creating systems. I need to get coaches that are in alignment with what I want to do. I don't I don't necessarily need a coach who is not who who doesn't preach or doesn't teach passive income and doesn't teach systems and structures. I know I don't need that because that's not the type I don't want to build a life without that. So, what can I do right now? Right? So, that's uh one of the one another way that you can you can get out of your own way is to stop resisting um and pray the serenity prayer. You know, some days I just really have to take a deep breath. I just have to close my eyes and I just have to say, you know, like, God, grant me the serenity. Grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference, because that is so important. So important. So the fourth thing that you need to do in order to get out of your own way is to focus on how far you have come and what you have accomplished. Sometimes we are so hard on ourselves. Like, I know I'm my biggest critic. I really do know that I am. I know that sometimes, like, I literally can critique myself more than anybody else can critique me. And that's one of the reasons sometimes I don't listen back to these podcast episodes because I know that if I did, I might not put it out there because I'm going to listen to it and be like, oh my gosh, why did I say that? Why would I, why would I speak in that tone? Why would I tell that story? So I don't listen to them (laughs) because I know that if I do, I'm going to, critique it so much that I'm not even going to put it out there when God already told me to put the information out there. So then I'm going to be disobedient, which is not what I want. So 
Sometimes in order to get out of our own way, we have to focus on how far we've come and what we've accomplished instead of being so focused on what we haven't done. Instead of beating ourselves up about what we haven't done or where we haven't gone or who we haven't met or what sale we didn't get. Focus on the sales that you did make. Focus on the clients that you did help. Focus on the places that you have gone. For me, you know, I have a goal of traveling the world. And I realized that lately I have not been on a plane. I have not been going anywhere. And that's really because I've been so focused. You know, my husband and I have been so focused on our financial goals. But I can't beat myself up about not being, not traveling as much as I would want to. Because I I can shift my focus to all the financial milestones that we've hit this year alone, just from staying at home, just from not traveling as much, um, and how that's going to allow us in the future to travel even more, how it's going to open the door to even more travel, um, how it's going to, you know, once we do hit our particular goals, how it's going to open the door to, to what we really want. Uh, So, that's that's one thing I really want to talk about is just focus on how far you come and what you've accomplished so far. Don't beat yourself up about what what you haven't necessarily done quite yet. So the fifth and final way to get out of your own way um, is take the next step. Take the next step. So just take the first step. And um, it's funny because a lot of us are just paralyzed by the next step. You know, we're just paralyzed. We're just stuck in our own. I don't know how I don't know how I'm trying to describe this, but, you know, we're just stuck in our own mess. We're just stuck in our own feelings. We're stuck in our own mood. We're stuck in our own mess and God is telling us to just take the next step. You know, we don't always have to see, I think it's Les Brown that says this, like you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the next step and the next step and the next step. And before you know it, you will be where you need to be. But I think one of the things that really stops us from taking the next step and really, you know, causes us to get in our own way and get in our own head about things is that, we are expecting to accomplish lifetime goals in a matter of one to two years, you know? So maybe, you know, I just started my business this year or, you know, I just started it three years from now. And like, now I want to make it like, I'm, you know, like I'm expecting in two years, it's going to be a million dollar business when maybe God called it to be a million dollar business in 10 years, but you can't get past the two because you're so focused on where you're not at in two years that you're not even willing to just take the next step. Like I'm ho- I hope that I'm 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 making sense when I'm when I'm saying this because a lot of the times we look at people who are really successful, really successful actresses, really successful people. Um, like we'll take Oprah, for example. You know, Oprah is extremely successful now. We look at her now and 
we don't look at necessarily all the years of work that she had to put in, all the years of work she put in working at the news station, all the years of work she put in in the Oprah Winfrey show before she launched the OWN Network. And even when the OWN Network first came out, it was not very successful. People were expecting it to fail. Like, yes, it's successful now, but it's like, after the fact so it's like are you willing to take the next step in order to achieve the success that you want in 10 years stop expecting to have the own network in two years or three years stop expecting to have the million dollars by 28 or by 35 or by 33 like I'm all for setting super ambitious goals going after everything that God has called you to go after for so whether that's you know 1 million 2 million 10 million 1 billion whatever it is go after it but don't expect to accomplish it in a short period of time you know when God maybe is giving you a longer timeline but you just can't see it because you're too focused on what hasn't taken place and that you're not willing to just take the next step. You know, like if we just progressed every year for the next five years, what would that mean for your business? What would that mean for your career? What would that mean for your life? If you just progressed just even a little bit, just just had forward progress every single year. So maybe this year you make 100,000, but maybe next year you make 150. And then the year after that, you're making 200. So before you know it, you've climbed your way up to that million dollar year and it felt effortless. It felt effortless because all you did was take the next step. All you did was move one foot in front of the other. So um, it goes back to, What I was talking about earlier, what is the one thing that you can control that you can do right now that can help you progress, um, progress in your goals that can help you move forward, that can help you achieve the next thing. Uh, So I want to encourage you guys to write those things down to kind of ponder on today's episode. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that these are the five things that I think that you need to be doing in order to get out of your own way. Uh, And I thank you guys so much for listening. I know that you know three to five people who could use this information. So I encourage you to share it with them. Go ahead and hit the share button, text it to them, share it on social media, tag me um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whichever one you share it on. Please be sure to tag me so I can reshare it. And I just want to thank you so much for listening. Please comment, rate, and subscribe. And I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you.